They let me back. Hey, guys. Uh, who was not here last week? Clap if you weren't here last week. Oh, man. You guys are in for a treat, let me tell you. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. This is not my day job. Don't worry, moms out there. Uh, and this is the nicest bar I've ever performed in. Um, very happy to be here, guys. I did not know if they'd let me come back. It's okay. Uh, who thought? Who was here last week? Clap if you were here last week. True fans, you guys were like, we will try again. Last week was weird. We will come back. I appreciate it. Uh, I, I don't know. I feel like a weird intermission act. Like, you know, when you go to see, like, Cirque du Soleil, and when they're switching it, they've got, like, a traveling circus juggler in the middle that nobody wants to pay attention to. That's what I feel like. That's what I feel like is happening right now. We all just spent... 20 minutes centering ourselves and singing, and now I'm like, jokes, everybody! <laughs> Very startling. Uh, thanks for sticking with it. I'm excited for today. Today is about knowing your truth, and my truth, uh, I think, is that life is awkward and weird, and that's why I talk about it in front of strangers, <laughs> to make me feel better about it, and to hopefully get some sympathy from everyone else. Um, so that's what I'll be doing today. You, a lot of you guys uh, send in jokes. Clap if you send in a joke last week. Oh, <laughs> are some of you ashamed of your jokes? I read them all. I read each and every one of them, and I'm going to be very nice to them because I know they're like your children. Uh, you know, some of them were great. Some of them are going to go pro. Some of them are really going to make it, and others are going to get their participation ribbon, just like everyone else. <laughs> they were very sweet. Um, it's exciting, and we do have two people that bravely volunteered to share their jokes right here, not up, not up here, <laughs> in the safety of their own seats, um, but we will get to that. They're going to tell some jokes, and I'm excited for that. Um, I guess before we get into that and more some more background on me for those of you who weren't here last week, uh, my name is Sarah Kale. Last name is Kale, like the green leafy vegetable. Um, I feel like I really connect with that a lot because um, kale is a new thing. Lots of people are finding out about it. It's a new health trend, um, and people get interested and then they try it and then they quickly realize they do not like it and it's really not that good. And you can ask all my ex-boyfriends. Um, they would tell you that I fit that description. Um, we're getting close. Yay! Good. <laughs> this is a safe space. Some of you guys sent in suggestions for jokes. Um, somebody told me that I should do more Jesus jokes. Uh, I don't know how I feel about coming into his place and making fun of him. Who's going to tell him that I'm laughing with him and not at him? I don't know. Um, one thing I will say is I wish, uh, I wish there were some side stories about Jesus in the Bible. Like I wish there was just one time where he was sitting down to break bread and he was getting ready to say something very meaningful and then he was like, Taco Tuesday is really not sitting well with me. 
just once. <laughs> Normalize him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think I would like that. I uh, I guess I'll give you a, give you one of the jokes that someone sent in. I hope they're watching. Uh, they were. Well, there are two jokes that I wanted people to say, and they couldn't be here today, but that's okay. The first joke, this one is a thinker, okay? This one is a thinker, so get ready. A Roman soldier walks into a bar and holds up two fingers and says, five drinks, please. <laughs> Who doesn't get it? I feel like the people are like, ha, 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 ha. Someone thinks that's funny. It is. <laughs> I thought it was funny. See me after. If you didn't get it, we'll all have, we'll all learn together. Because <laughs> that was me when I read the joke. I was like, ha, huh, going to have to go to the internet for this one. Um, <laughs> it's okay. It's fine. We're all learning together. Safe space. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to work on my image. I, um, I look like any other small white girl. Uh, when I was at school, I was standing at a bus stop, and someone I had never met came up to me, and they were like, Rachel, right? And I was like, nope, not even close, but I'll answer. <laughs> I feel like I just fit all of those names, Rachel, Ashley, uh, Lindsay. That's what I look like. Um, I went to a court recently. Whoa, bad girl alert. Um, went to court recently. I almost hit someone with my car. Whoa, <laughs> bad girl alert. My mom laughs a little too hard at that one. Um, I almost hit someone with my car. That was fine. It was a fun time. They didn't, I almost, almost. I didn't hit them. Um, <laughs> uh, they weren't happy. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I also, I went bowling with my friends recently. We were all at the bowling alley back in Athens because I went to UGA. Go dogs! Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> One small clap. I see you wherever you are. <laughs> we can talk about football later. Um, I went to, I was in a bowling alley in Athens and there was an older couple that was bowling in the lane next to us, and they had their own balls and their own shoes, and I was like, these guys are professionals. Um, and so I started chatting with them, and it turns out that the guy was um, the pastor at the local Baptist church, and he said, uh, you know, maybe sometime you can wrangle up your friends and bring them on down to church. And I was like, yeah, I'll try and fit our schedules together, see if we can stop by, and he goes, well, you know, there's a place for everyone in the lake of fire. All right, have a good day. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not my place. <laughs> I feel like that falls in line with, like, one time uh, when I was little, my grandma caught me sneaking a cookie before dinner, and all she said to me was, hope I see you in heaven, and left. <laughs> What kind of a threat is that? <laughs> Hope I see you in heaven? <laughs> bad, bad. I, uh, maybe now we'll venture out to the audience. Um, I, so I have two people who, two brave souls that said they would tell their jokes. They're over here. I'm gonna go faster. They're over here. No, one of, oh, there she is. All right, we're gonna have uh, John tell his joke first. Well, first, introduce yourself to everyone. What's your name? What do you do? John. 
John Helms. I'm an insurance underwriter. Give it up for insurance! I have that now! I'm an adult! All right, uh, John, feel free to tell us your joke. So there was a new preacher in town, and one Saturday he goes out to knock on doors and meet the community. And he goes to, it all goes really well until he gets to this one house. There's somebody obviously home. He knocks on the door, he waits, he knocks again. Finally, there's no answer, so he takes his business card out and he writes Revelations 3.20 on the back and sticks it in the door. The next day, he's in church and the same card is dropped into the plate. And underneath it is written Genesis 3.10. So he gets his Bible out because he doesn't know what Genesis 3.10 says. Revelations 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and will dine with him and he with me. Genesis 3.10 reads, And he said, I heard the, thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. <laughs> Give it up for John! your Jesus joke, everyone. I love it. That's, I want to keep that. I love that one. That one's great. I'm going to come around this way. We have Kelly that's going to tell a funny story. Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Kelly, introduce yourself. What's your name? What do you do? I'm Kelly Marcuse, and I'm a physical therapist. Physical therapist. Give it up. <laughs> Helping people move. All right. Tell us your story. Okay, this goes under the weird and awkward and maybe a little bit of the not totally safe for church, but it is a completely true story. So uh, I had gone back to work after several years of staying home with kids, and my youngest, third child, was in the first grade. And he came home from school, and uh, I said, how was your day today? And he said, it was really good. You know, Mr. Rollins came into our class, who is the school guidance counselor. And I said, oh, well, what did he talk about? Well, he wanted to know our address and our phone number. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is a third child. I don't really know if he knows this information. And he rattled it off. And I thought, yeah, we're winning. OK, good. He knows our address and phone number. Well, what else did he ask you? He wanted to know about our parents' jobs. And I thought, well, this will be interesting, you know, because Darren works from home a lot. And I was newly back at work. And what I did was went into um, a home health spinal cord injury. So I took care of people who were very, very uh, debilitated and paralyzed and sometimes had to bring the kids with me um, because it was very sporadic. So I said, well, what did you tell him about our jobs? He said, well, I told him about Dad. I said, what did you tell him about Dad? Well, he sits in the basement and just plays on his computer all day, and sometimes <laughs> in his underwear. <laughs> like, okay, that's pretty accurate. And I said, well, what did you tell him about me? I told him about your job. You did? I'm feeling all proud because I had just gone back to work, right? Well, what did you tell him? Well, I told him that you went to this really nice man's house, and you went and took care of him in his bedroom, and I would come and sit very quietly on the couch. <laughs> Give it up for Kelly! Dad sits and plays on his computer in his underwear, if you didn't hear the end of that. Some people were laughing, but she said in his underwear. Um, <laughs> that's Fantastic. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to tell any more of my jokes. I think you you got the biggest laugh. Um, I uh, Oh, I'll tell you the other joke that I liked, and then maybe I'll give a, I'll read one, an honorable mention that might come later. Uh, 
And I want to find this, so I make sure I get it right. Okay, are you ready? Someone else sent this in, so if you're watching, here's your, here's your joke. A Sunday school teacher asked the children just before she dismissed them to go to church, and why is it necessary to be quiet in church? Little Johnny replied, because people are sleeping. <laughs> so whoever sent that in, props to you. That was very funny. Um, and then act I'm going to do one more from this because I, I liked it. Uh, this one says, yeah, though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I remind myself that you can't always trust ways. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I liked that. <laughs> Waze is a navigation app for those of you who <laughs> might not have known. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man, okay, my time is running thin. I'm going to give you guys one more little fun story. Uh, this happened to me just recently. I, um, so I'm, I'm an adult now, I think. Some of you are like, she's not an adult. She's never refinanced a loan. I don't know what, you're right, I don't know what adults do. Um, <laughs> I just pick some important words. Uh, I, uh, I was at a Braves game with my mom's company and one of her coworkers was introducing me to his daughter, and his daughter was like maybe seven, eight, and he said, "Oh, this is Sarah. This is Sarah. She's Laurie's daughter. She's so independent now. She just graduated college. Isn't that great?" And the girl got the saddest look on her face, and she said, "Dad, I don't want to have babies." <laughs> And I was like, whoa, Austin, my boyfriend, don't listen. We're not at that stage. All right, you guys have been so much fun, and I'll see you back next week. Thanks so much. Just a barrel of laughs. That's Sarah, just a barrel of laughs. Have you ever heard that phrase, barrel of laughs? Maybe? Do you know where it comes from? A barrel of laughs, that phrase, actually comes from a something historical. It's called a laughing barrel. Laughing barrels could be found on southern plantations. They were meant to hold people's laughter. Only they weren't meant for everyone to use. The slave community had been trained that when they wanted to laugh about something, they had to go find the barrel, put their head as far down in it as they could, and then laugh. In the slave community at that time, Laughter in slaves was seen as a sign of disrespect and insubordination. And people thought if the slaves laughed together, they actually would go, like, grow stronger together. That is our cultural truth. Another cultural truth, the slaves did something else with those barrels. At night, when the work was done, they would worship together 
in secret. And they would take their barrels with them. And then, during worship, if someone felt moved to sing and shout and praise to God, they would find their barrel and they would sing as loudly as they could. They would shout as loudly as they wanted to, right giving praises to God without ever being interrupted. In one barrel were sounds of laughter and worship being intermingled. This community took a sign of disrespect and turned it into a sign of worship. This community took a truth given to them and they made a greater one from it. Last week, we learned who we are. We are the people, the nation, the descendants that were promised to Abraham and Sarah. From the very beginning, we are the ones that were promised. And as Christian people, we come from the son of Isaac. And if you remember, what does Isaac mean? It means he laughs, and so we, the people of laughter, continue to find our truth, not only from the Old Testament, but also in the New Testament. In particular, this week, our truth comes from Galatians chapter 3, and it reads this. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all of you are one in Christ Jesus, and if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's offspring, heirs according to the promise. Our scriptural truth, we are not as divided as we want to be. There's a Republican and a Democrat, and they're having lunch together. And the Republican says to the Democrat, you Democrats, you're all the same. You all are never religious. You just talk about religion, but y'all aren't religious. And the Democrat says to the Republican, you Republicans, you're all the same. You're all talk. Y'all aren't religious. And the Republican says, oh, yeah, you want to bet? And the Democrat says, yeah, I'll take your bet. And the Republican says, I'll give you $20 right now if you can say the Lord's Prayer. Democrat folds his hands, closes his eyes, and says, now I lay me down to sleep. The Republican says, man, I didn't want to lose my 20. <laughs> There's no longer Republican or Democrat. There's no longer slave or free. There's no longer immigrant or native. There's no longer male or female. There's no longer rich or poor. There's no longer this. There's no longer that. You get the idea. Fill in the blank. There is no longer. All human distinctions, all human divisions have been removed. 
And I read this week one theologian named Carol who said quite possibly that Galatians is the greatest scriptural joke meant to offend everybody. Because it means every person is given the same amount of love, the same amount of grace, and is called the same thing by God. Beloved. That makes me laugh. Makes me worry. And it makes me want to worship. We are all the same. And when we realize that greater truth, then we can do amazing things in Christ's name. We can begin to take our signs of racism and turn them into signs of reconciliation. We can take... Amen. We can take our signs of oppression and turn them into signs of freedom. We can take our signs of hate and turn them into signs of love. We can take our signs of fear and turn them into signs of courage. And we can take all signs of argument and all things bad and evil and turn them somehow into good things of grace and of love for Jesus. Because quite possibly, we are the only truth that some people may ever hear. We are all one. Amen. This morning, we want to give you an opportunity to respond in two different ways. We want you to respond to God's truth and to your truth. If you're looking, if you're watching online, you can do this at home. If you're here with us, you've got cards in your pews. They might be on one end, and they look just like this. We're going to take a few minutes, just a few moments, and you're going to write down your truth. It could be something that you are figuring out, or it could be something that you need to process, or it could be something that's just going on with you, or it could be something you want to stand by. This is for you to grow into a deeper relationship with your truth and God's truth. This is for you. Another way we invite you to respond is through your giving. There are ways that you can give. They are on this slide. You can give by your phone, you can text, you can use the app. We have kiosk right here, and there are also baskets that will be moved around and among us. But this is a response that we make from being moved by worship. And this, by our giving, is also a way that we're able to continue to do the work and be a part of the service and ministry of Chapel Roswell. And so we invite you to give. And so at this time, as we prepare our responses, may we go to God in prayer. Gracious and holy Lord, we do indeed thank you for all of the truth of your love that you have given us. 
We thank you, Lord, for every person who is watching and every person who is listening and every person within these walls. Be with all of their concerns, be with all of their joys and all of the praises and events that are happening. But in particular, Lord, if there are things on people's hearts that they are processing, maybe there's a death or an illness or a concern or even upcoming appointments that make them nervous, we ask that you be a part of them. For people who are celebrating anniversaries or birthdays or big life events, we ask for special celebrations with them. And for our children, as they are coming home from camps and activities and seeing friends, preparing for a new school year, we ask that you continue to be with all of those that are involved in making a good year. And we also ask for all people who are looking and seeking you. We ask special prayers for them, Lord. May you point them in a direction so that they can hear your truth and they can see your truth. And may they know that you want to be in a relationship with them. Point them to a community that accepts them and loves them and teaches them more about you. And Lord, we ask that you continue to call people into ministry. And we ask that you continue to call people into comedy so that more people can find joy in you. Amen. <laughs>